Hey, it's Rob and welcome to the podcast. This is the show for you to listen to if you want to build a happier, more confident, more fulfilled and truly successful life, whatever success means to you. Now, this week on the podcast, we're talking about the all-important topic of stress, or more importantly, how you can defeat stress, or at least get a handle on it, so that you are in control of it rather than it being in control of you. Speaking of controlling things, I'm currently fighting the urge, like you wouldn't imagine, to sing Let's Talk About Stress Baby in salt and pepper style. But I'm going to save your ear holes. Let's start the show. This is Success Unlocked, where we uncover what it really takes to become the happiest, most confident, motivated and truly fulfilled version of yourself. With advice and inspiration to create your own extraordinary life. Whatever success means to you, it's waiting just around the corner. All right, I think I have defeated the urge to sing at you. You are safe to continue and listen to the rest of this episode, I think. (laughs) Welcome back to the podcast if you are a repeat listener, and welcome if you are a first-time listener, if you've never been here before. Thank you so much for all of the lovely reviews and feedback that I've been getting on Apple Podcasts and iTunes and the other podcast networks as well. If you haven't left a review yet and you do enjoy this episode, then do take a moment to say some nice words and a five-star review on your favourite podcast platform. It really helps me to spread the word and get more people listening to this important, important stuff. So as I said, today on the show, we're talking about stress and how you can start to control it, how you can start to take control of your reaction to it so that you can handle it better. Because let's face it, stress is going to come at all of us and there is nothing that we can do to stop that. So we have to work on how we control it, how we deal with it and how we use it to spring forward or at least bounce back. Now, before we get into that conversation, there's something I would love to give you completely for free. You see, I believe that a large part of what drives us into a successful life are the stories that we tell ourselves and the beliefs that we hold about what we can and can't do, what we are good and what we aren't good at, and what we are good enough for. And so you want to make sure that you get rid of any limiting beliefs that you've got, the beliefs that are holding you back from succeeding, and replace those beliefs with positive, good, happy beliefs instead. So I've got a worksheet to help you do it. You can download it totally for free. Just head over to successunlocked.com forward slash resources and you can download that and there's some other stuff on there for you too that I just know you are going to love. So make sure you head over to successunlocked.com forward slash resources when it is safe to do so and go ahead and download those. So without further ado, let's get into this conversation. Like I said, stress is going to come at all of us and there is nothing that we can do about it. So instead of trying to stop it from happening, stressful situations are just a fact of life, instead we have to learn how we can control our reaction and feelings towards them. So I'm really going to break this down into a couple of things to make sure that you know how you can start to overcome the stressful events or situations that are already in your life, but also how you can change your attitude and your thinking and your feeling towards the stressful things that can and frankly will occur as you move forward. I would love to be able to tell you that this podcast episode is going to wave a magic wand and it's going to help you to eliminate stress from your life altogether, but it's just not possible. So instead, let's grasp hold of it. Let's embrace that idea and just learn how to deal with it better. So I've got eight top stress-busting tips, as I'm calling them. That's what I'm going to share with you in this episode. So let's begin right at the very beginning with number one, and that is to take a walk and just get some fresh air. 
I know that when I've come from a stressful situation, it's normally when I've been cooped up either in my home office or in a, a stressful conversation with somebody that leaves me feeling really tense. And as soon as you notice that you feel like you're ready to snap, like things are just going to get too much, it's when it's the moment before the straw that broke the camel's back. Just be prepared to walk out, walk away from that situation and stretch your legs. Now, even if what's going on around you isn't just a one-on-one -on -one conversation, the stressful thing is in your life, like it's a financial thing or a career thing or a relationships thing, that's going to come with you when you go for a walk. It's not like you can just leave that in the room. But that's okay. You can take it with you. Just be prepared to walk out, stretch your legs. A short 20-minute walk. I mean, I, I don't know what the difference between a short 20-minute 20 20 walk and a long 20-minute walk is, but however long you want that to be, take a short 20-minute walk outside in the peace and quiet, and honestly, it will do the world of good for your mental state and well-being. When you feel the fresh air just hit your lungs, you start to reflect on the things around you, it just helps to slow you down and calm you down and help to really start to put things into perspective. It's a really good opportunity actually to start to practice the idea of mindfulness, just becoming more aware and more mindful of the things that are going on around you. And maybe try and look for some of the things that you've never noticed before. Notice that tree and the shape of it and you've never seen that before. Notice the rusting on the park bench and really think about why that needs replacing. As you walk around, you'll just start to notice things because you begin to look for them and it starts to put everything into perspective. Think about the world, the bigger world around you and realise how much is going on around you, how much amazing things are surrounding you every minute of every day. And it really helps to lower the levels of stress and release the good, happy chemicals into your brain that will start to not exactly distract you from the thing that's going on, but just to take some of the weight out of it a little bit. So the minute you feel yourself getting really tense, be prepared to walk out, not with a slam of the door, not with a swear word, but literally just go outside calmly, take a deep breath and go for a walk. And honestly, the difference from that really simple 20 minute walk outside in the peace and quiet away from everybody on your own is incredible. That's the first thing. Take a walk, get some fresh air. The second thing is really to reflect and ponder. That's a good word, isn't it? Ponder on the things that you can and can't control. Let's face it, everything in life falls into one of two categories. There's category A, that's the category of things that we can absolutely control. And there's a bunch of things that we absolutely can't control. And most of the time, or a lot of the time, we find ourselves getting stressed about the things that we simply can't control. And there's a natural reason for that. It's because our brain, our subconscious brain, knows that that thing was outside of our control and therefore it feels like it's worth getting stressed about. The thing that was within our control, we feel like that is more controllable, like we can do something about that. We can probably do something about that. So we tend naturally to get stressed more about the things that we can't control than the things that we absolutely can and could control. And so it's really, really important that you pay close attention to the situation and say, could I actually have controlled that? Is there anything that I could do about it to make that thing go away or make it better or make it not happen at all or rewind the clocks? And if there's nothing you can do about that thing, then frankly, it's actually not worth getting stressed about. Stress isn't going to help us with something that we can't control. Now, stress can sometimes help you with things that you can control because it makes you alert and ready to deal with it. 
This is a whole nother episode in itself. But to a certain level, stress is actually good for us. It's stress that stops us stepping out in front of a lorry driving down the road. It's stress that keeps us from doing the things that are likely to get us killed. So a certain level of stress is really important in your life. So what we want to do is we want to make sure that we are focused on stressing about the things that are worth stressing about. And there are some things, but things that were outside of our control, totally not worth stressing about. Stressing about, Because whilst we can't affect the things that trigger our stress, we can affect the way that we deal with and we react to them. And that's where I want you to put all of your effort. I want you to put all of your effort and all of your focus on how you're dealing with a situation and how you're reacting to a situation rather than the situation itself. And when you do that, you've now put all of this, all of the stress on the stuff that you can control. You can control how you deal with something. You can control how you react to something. You can control how you think and how you feel about a certain thing. All of that is within your remit. So if you move your stress and transfer it over to that, then you can help to do something about it and dissipate that stress much more effectively. Whereas if you focus on the event, the thing that triggered your stress, you cannot do anything about it. There's no point in stressing about it. It's unnecessary stress. (laughs) So focus less on what happened and more on how you can respond and move forward from it in a positive way. The people who are happier and more successful in life are the ones who find the ways to use the stressful situations like a springboard to bounce back, or as I prefer to say, bounce forward and make incredible things happen. That's my second tip. Reflect on what you can, can't control, and then move your stress accordingly. Number three, close your eyes and take deep breaths. This is a really good alternative if you're not able to get outside and go for a walk. It's often been proven that humans typically don't breathe properly, which means that we're actually constantly starving ourselves of important oxygen. We literally don't breathe properly day to day, 24-7, and you might think, ha, sod off, I know how to breathe, I've been doing it my entire life. And you sort of have, you have been taking in oxygen, giving out carbon dioxide, but not quite doing it properly. So instead, when you're starting to feel stress building up, and again, you feel like you might be feeling tense and you might be getting closer to snapping, take a moment, just take a few minutes to close your eyes, sit back in a chair and take deep breaths. Find somewhere comfortable, put your hands on your lap, breathe in deeply through your nose, hold it for a few seconds and then let it out through your mouth. If you're in a public place like an office or a shop, you can go to the toilet and do this. Just get somewhere where you're out of the way of everybody else and just close your eyes, place your hands on your lap, breathe deeply in through your nose, hold it for a few seconds, and let it out through your mouth. Now, if it's a public toilet, the people outside the cubicle might think you're a little bit weird, but it's totally, totally okay. Just repeat this over and over. It allows more oxygen to get into your brain. It allows you to feel your entire body relax and unwind. And I want you to feel every single part of your body just unwinding slowly. Start to feel the knots coming out of your shoulders and the places where you personally feel stress. Most people, it's up in the top half around their shoulders, their neck and their head. Allow those areas of your body to physically relax and physically unwind and allow the stress to leave you. It sounds crazy, but it really does work. Just breathe in very deeply through your nose, hold it for a few seconds, let it out through your mouth, just repeat it over and over for a few minutes and you will feel the difference. You're literally breathing in the way that we really could and you're breathing deeply to allow your body to take in more oxygen. Number four is learn to taste I'll start that again. Number four is to say learn to say screw it to the things that actually don't matter 
right? A lot of the time we get this pent up anger and we get this stress building in our lives about things that are actually not all that important. So when you feel stressed, try and step back from the situation and decide in the grand scheme of things, whether it's actually important, whether it's actually life-changing to you, or whether you'd be better just to say screw it and let it go. We often find ourselves getting hooked up on the little things that in the grand scheme of things are actually fairly insignificant. So if you can learn how to take every bad situation and reframe it by looking at the bigger picture to really understand if it's worth getting stressed about, you'll find a lot of the time the stuff that gets you stressed shouldn't at all. So here's a story that I've often told in order to explain this in more detail. Imagine, and it gets a little bit serious, so I'm just going to... I'm just going to set you up for that. Uh, a young woman had an argument with her husband, and then that was followed by a busy, stressful day at work where everything went wrong. The customers were angry, the accounts didn't balance, and her boss was disappointed in her. This made her more angry, it made her more worked up, it made her feel more stress. On the drive home, her stress was continuing to build further because she was anticipating the even bigger fallout that was likely waiting for her once she got home to her husband. Upon arriving home, she found her husband with his head in his hands and she asked what was wrong. He'd received the test results back from the hospital that confirmed that he was seriously ill. Suddenly, their silly argument disappeared and became insignificant. Now, this is a very extreme example, but it's a stark reminder that we must always look at the bigger picture to determine whether we're really getting stressed over the things that don't matter. So remind yourself to step back in life and regularly look at the bigger picture to decide whether the thing that's making you stressed is actually worth getting stressed about or whether we can drop it like a hot coal and say screw it to the things that just don't matter. Again, we quite often get worked up and pent up about the stuff that actually is really insignificant in our life. So make sure that you're not doing that. Always take time to step back and review. The next one is to give yourself time in life to really do the things that you actually enjoy. A lot of us find that we spend a lot of time doing the things that get us stressed. So when life really starts to get on top of you, it's important that you take time to step out of that mayhem, switch off completely, and instead do the things that you actually enjoy doing. I mean, let's face it, we weren't put on this planet to spend all of our energy and all of our life working or doing the stuff that we don't enjoy. So don't feel guilty about stepping out of the hustle and bustle of life to spend time being yourself and following your greatest passions, whatever they might be. And then when you're ready, you can return to deal with the stressful situation with a calm mind and a level head. So for example, I am quite a workaholic. I love nothing more than to be sat on the computer creating things and putting stuff together and you know, preparing for this podcast and creating content for other platforms. But the truth is, sometimes I just have to step outside of it and just do the other things that I love where there's no pressure, where nothing can go wrong particularly, where there's nothing to be stressed about, like going for a cycle or going ice skating or going bowling or going to the cinema. So when you're allowed to do those things, because at the time of recording this, we're in the weird coronavirus times, then take some time out to go and do the things that you love with the people that you enjoy spending time with the most, whatever that looks like to you. And then when you come back to the stressful bit, you are in a much better place to deal with it. Number six is to learn to live and work in a neat and tidy environment. I'll tell you, when I was growing up, I was the messiest person that you can possibly imagine. I lived in an absolute tip. 
I would just take my clothes off at the end of the day. There's an image for you. Drop them on the floor, go straight to bed and just leave them there on the floor. I remember not washing up for days on end and buying new plates because that was easier than washing up the plates that were just in the sink. How crazy is that? But the problem is that clutter, mayhem and mess actually cloud our mind. And even if you think you don't mind living in that kind of environment, it's actually making you stressed and it's making you unhappy, whether you've realized it or not. So what you want to do is to make sure that you turn that around and actually work hard in a simple way. So you can work smart, not hard, actually, but work hard and smart at trying to keep yourself in a neat and tidy environment. When I was in my early 20s, I went through a really big turnaround and suddenly became a bit of a neat freak. Not to the point where I got so stressed about things being untidy, but just to the level where I, I like to keep my environment really nice. So I tried to implement, and I recommend you do the same, a 10-minute tidying regime on a daily basis, both at home and in your work environment too. Personally, I like to do a 10 o'clock, 10-minute 10 tidy. It's built into my life, and it really speaks for itself. At 10 p.m. each night, I spend 10 minutes just clearing things away, neatening the house. And it really helps to refresh, reset, and relax before you jump back into the chaos that work and life will bring you the following day. This also means that I have a reset day in my week. For me, that's a Sunday. And Sunday, the reset day, is designed to just put everything back in order, both in my life, in, in my physical surroundings, and also in my head, and just make sure that I'm starting the next week, Monday, from a clean and tidy environment. Do it, and it really makes a difference. Next, that brings us to number seven, which is to take time to listen to the music that you love and you can find that you can get lost in. Your favorite music really helps you to calm down and unwind, even if it is the hippity-hoppiest hip-hop you can possibly imagine. Just listening to your favorite music helps you to de-stress and calm down. So make sure that you always have a playlist of music that you really enjoy available on hand on your MP3 player or your smartphone so that you can switch it on when you want to step back from the stresses and the bad things and the explosions going on in your life. Listen through personal earphones to get yourself away and just give yourself a bit of time and focus that you need. And last but not least, make sure that you get enough sleep. Most people, and I am absolutely including myself in this, underestimate how much sleep they actually need to efficiently function. And by efficiently function, I don't mean get the stuff done that needs to be done, but I mean do it in a way that is emotionally balanced and calm. So it's really easy to try and burn the candle at both ends and try and get the most out of your day, especially when you're a busy person and you've got lots going on. But it's been proven loads and loads of times that tiredness makes us irritable and easily stressed by small and insignificant things. I mean, think about babies. How often do you see babies starting to get a little bit cranky in an afternoon and starting to cry? And we always say the same things, don't we? We always say, oh, bless him, she's tired. Or bless him, bless him, she's tired. Well, I suppose that's okay. Bless him, he's tired. Or bless her, she's tired. And that's because we know as grown-ups that tiredness makes us stressed. Now, of course, babies get tired much faster than we do because they've got all that important stuff to do, like crawling and playing and eating everything. But we get stressed by all of that stuff too. Maybe not crawling and eating everything, but we get stressed too. And therefore we need sleep. So try and make sure that you go to bed with enough time to sleep fully and deeply for at least eight hours before you need to be awake and functioning again. Make sure that you have a routine that allows that to happen. Now, it might be a 
different routine to other people. You might find that you like staying up late and, and then sleeping in on a morning. You might find that you love going to bed early and getting up early. You might find that you have to sleep during the day because you work at nighttime. All of those things are perfectly okay. But just make sure that you wiggle your routine around to make sure that you get as much sleep, generally speaking, as often as possible. This is something that I only recently brought into my life within the last few years, but the difference it's made to my productivity and happiness has been incredible. Tiredness tends to creep up on us unexpectedly from behind when we're not looking for it. And as we continue to deprive ourselves of the required amount of sleep, and everybody has a different required amount of sleep, it's probably more than you think it is for you personally. The negative effects of that will start to build up. And a lot of the time, we don't notice. And we like to live in denial that we are tired or weary and we try and push through. You'll find that when you yawn, somebody will say, oh, you're tired. A lot of the time it's easy to say, no, 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 I'm just yawning and move on with it. But when you do this, you're only fooling yourself. And this perpetual feeling of tiredness makes stress way more likely to strike. So there you have it. Eight really powerful but simple techniques that you can use to help overcome stressful scenarios and deal with them much more effectively. Now, I really hope that you found this episode to be powerful and useful and give you some stuff that you can take and start using in your life to handle stress so that stress isn't in control of you. Like I said, I wish I could give you a magic wand to take stress away. I simply can't. So instead, you have to just learn how to deal with it and bounce forward. Again, if you've enjoyed this episode, then please do take a moment to leave me a review on your favorite podcast player, whether that's Apple Podcasts or iTunes or Stitcher or Spotify or wherever you happen to be listening to this podcast and share it on social media as well. Help to spread the word and get more people hearing from Success Unlocked and all of the amazing guests that I have coming up. Now, if you want to grab the show notes on this episode so that you can see more about all of this stuff, so you can check catch up on everything that we have said, then all you have to do is head over to successunlocked.com forward slash lightning. That's successunlocked.com forward slash lightning to learn these eight lightning fast ways to beat stress. Thanks so much for tuning in. I'll see you next week right here on the podcast. You've been listening to Success Unlocked. Don't forget to stop by at successunlocked.com for full notes and resources from this and every other episode. Then subscribe so that you don't miss out on anything.